With the NowJobs app, you're only three clicks away from a new student worker. Let us introduce you to the NowJobs app. That's extra help in just a few clicks. No fuss, no administration. Download it now. Available in Belgium, the Netherlands, France, and soon in Germany. NowJobs. Get the job done. Ka-ching! your kids lock the doors you're listening to hr's most dangerous podcast chad soash and joel cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts complete with breaking news brash opinion and loads of snark buckle up boys and girls it's time for the chad and cheese podcast oh yeah Microsoft held an invite-only Sting concert for execs in Davos the day before the company announced layoffs of 10,000 employees. Wonder if the song, If You Love Somebody, Set Them Free, was played. Hey, kids, it's the Chad and Cheese Podcast Does Europe. I'm your co-host, Joel, King of Pain Cheeseman. This is Chad, show me the money, so watch. And I'm leaving if I had any Leopard tanks I'd given to Ukraine for you them. And on this episode, Tech's Colonel Goes Shopping, extreme buy or sell and Wales just isn't the home of chad's favorite show it's a whole lot more let's do this yeah european talent intelligence what does it mean imagine a world where it's easier for you to find and know your target group where it's easier to recruit and attract the talent you need from a european talent pool Every year, thousands of corporate recruiters, HR departments and intermediaries rely on Intelligence Group to make that dream a reality. Intelligence Group is the European market leader in recruitment talent intelligence. With innovative dashboards and tailor-made research in 28 European countries, it is our job to empower you as a state-of-the-art, data-driven recruitment business partner. Recruiting with data is great. Recruiting with Intelligence Group is better. Learn more about our services at intelligence-group.nl Intelligence Group, market leader in European talent intelligence. What's up, guys? Whatever happened to the Europe is, has a bunch of countries in it sound effect? Have you have you moved away from that one? Because I notice how you move toward and away from sound effects. I could sometimes. put it in. I, I thought no. I I'm thought just the I'm transition. Just, this, is, this is up for com- conversation. That's it. That's I mean, all. The transition is kind of sexy. It's kind of you know. <laughs> it's hard hitting, like our news. Europe has a bunch of countries in it. <laughs> That's true. It is true. So let's get to shout outs. This is. I'm already off off the rails. We're, we shouldn't record this on Monday. We're way off. We're way off on Monday. Uh, I'll yeah. go ahead and go first because I need a little bit of Sweden to get me going. <laughs> oh, yeah. There we go again. Like a little Baba. Let's talk a little Sweden, shall we? In case you missed it, a Swedish mining company said uh, last week that it had found Europe's largest known deposit of coveted rare earth metals critical to many green technologies, including electrical vehicles and windmills. The world's production of rare earths is currently dominated by China, but this discovery by LKAB, a state-owned company, creates the prospect that Europe could over time develop a domestic source of these minerals. Norwegian oil and now Swedish minerals 
Not since the Swedish bikini team has the continent, <laughs> nay, the world, been so excited. My shout-out goes to Sweden. It's nice to see uh, Europe actually looking to uh, take care of themselves. Suck it, dictators. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and give a shout-out to the Polish, English, and for the Germans to, it looks like, turn their head to allow this to happen. But it looks like Ukraine's going to be getting Challenger tanks and Leopard 2 tanks. So they can actually start a, what Joel likes to call, a full frontal. Did you say full frontal? What are you doing? doing step bro <laughs> if anybody has outshined the entire world during this whole uh fucking predicament where russia invaded it was it's been the the, the polish i mean they, they've taken in yeah. millions of uh ukrainians and this isn't even the government just house by house uh the communities have been taken in the ukraine so now they're looking to send you know leopard 2 tanks to to the battlefield and and that's awesome that's that's great to hear now we just need some abrams tanks from the good old us of a to really change the uh complexion of this battlefield that, that would that would hurt things more than anything else they have way too many weapon systems and not enough people to be able to learn all those different <laughs> weapon systems so all of the tanks that they're going to be stealing from Russia as those motherfuckers run mm-hmm. toward the border, right? They're going to have plenty. They're going to have plenty of tanks. Yeah, but you can send some soldiers as well, huh? Give them a few hundred Abram tanks with the soldiers <laughs> to drive them or something, no? That's an Amazing entirely how, different discussion. How the change of uniform <laughs> can make a Polish soldier into a Ukrainian soldier real quick. It's almost the same language. It's, <laughs> nobody would notice. The Germans. I think the Russians would notice, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> nobody would believe them. They always lie. That's a very good point. Uh, good point, Lee. I like how you think. That's very good. <laughs> You could be propaganda minister for the Chad and Cheese. I'd be so good in being a propaganda minister. <laughs> for any case, basically. You'd be, you'd be good out. at anything. Counterintelligence, propaganda. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, I'll just stick to Reddit and um, uh, being myself there. Anonymous. Well, do you have a shout out you'd like to share? Of course, I have a shout out. I mean, okay. you all know Rika Coppens, CEO of House of HR. Of yes. D. Rika Coppens from D. House of HR. She was elected manager of the year last week or two weeks ago. Time flies. Mm-hmm. Yes, she was. Manager of the year is quite a big thing in Belgium. So now she's big in Belgium. She's, she's always been big in Belgium, <laughs> but uh, now she's really big in Belgium. The award was handed over by the prime minister of Belgium, Alexander Ducot. That was awesome. Really? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's really, it was really impressive. But um, of course, the fun thing was um, it's a HR company whose CEO was selected to, to become manager of the year. And that's the important thing. People are starting to realize that uh, we work in an environment which changes lives for a good thing, etc. So it's a good thing. Yeah, you sent a video of that, and that was a big to-do. It was in this yeah, big was. theater on stage. It had, yes. the, you said, the, the prime minister. I mean, th- th- that, was, big that event, was a yeah. big, big event. And yeah. was she the only female amongst... All the the individuals looking who was was being voted for uh, for manager of the year. There were ten nominees: two females, okay. eight males. Gotcha. So uh, still a bit dominant. <laughs> yeah, eighty twenty rule. Jesus. But Rika won, of course. Yes. 
And in fact, I don't think she won because she's female. No. Even no. though it helps these days that we all know that being white males, we are constantly discriminated. <laughs> but she didn't win because she's female. She's just very, very, very good. She even needs a hug. Yeah, we are constantly discriminated. Today, being male and, and, and white, and, and it's, it's hard. It's really hard. It's, it's the privilege being knocked out of your face is what you're used to. <laughs> It's like, oh, is that what the world really looks like? No, yeah. I almost, I mean, look, it took a little bit of Levin's privilege from him. Poor guy. Is there any like Will Smith style <laughs> slaps on Chris Rock that goes down at Belgian uh, award shows? <laughs> no, no, no. We are very serious people. We yeah. are nice to each other. We don't slap people around when there are cameras. Yeah. <laughs> when there are cameras. We only wage a world war every 50 years. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, it's not our fault. Never. No. We are, also, we are always the ones who are invaded. It starts in Belgium. That's oh. true. You are the welcome mat for all the world's yeah. ills. So welcome. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, oh. everybody, clean your feet off on Belgium yeah. before you come into Europe. Okay. How amazing they get past Belgium <laughs> after after the beer. It's like have a beer and stay a while. Jeez. Don't exactly. invade. What? Have a duval. You'll feel better. Well, I tell you what. This year, uh, later this year, we're going to be uh, invading Belgium again. Yes. Yes. Via Amsterdam. Oh, yes. Traveling yes. to the H House of HR. You're moving out of Belgium up north into Holland. The E-Recruitment Congress. Cause chaos like Amadeus. Amsterdam, November 14. Save the date, save the location, and we'll see you there. I'll be there. And basically, just a, a quick question. I'm still uh -huh. looking for... Very good speakers. We have plenty of them, but I need the best. So if anyone has a suggestion, anyone listening to the show today, if you have a suggestion, let me know. The team will be, and it's still a working title, but I'm going to give it away already. Uh, manage your recruitment like a web shop. That's so basically the idea. It's about um, convincing people to apply. We use the same technologies as when you convince people to buy a product or to buy a service. So um, it's about... Managing your recruitment as a web shop. It's about authority, about speed, about uh, convenience, about um, trust, etc. Which tools can we use to? Which tools can we use for our recruitment as well? So if you knew any, if you know any speakers who might be a great fit, if you saw someone at a congress somewhere, please let me know. Leave them at houseofhr.com, and uh, you'll get two free VIP tickets if you give me a great speaker. Levin just opened Pandora's box and made a call for open <laughs> nominations for speakers yep. to come to his event. With his email. With his email address. Have fun with that, Levin. Did I say Levin? Yeah. I meant... <laughs> no, no. No, I'm sure you're going to get some responses of people who would like a little exposure for yeah. their CEOs oh, yeah. or... Uh, you know, we even pay our speakers. Some podcast whores looking for... Now stuff. you're definitely going to get emails. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's not like some other congresses. If you if you buy a, a sponsor pack, you can get a place on the stage. It's not like that. We actually mm -hmm. choose our speakers and we pay them. It's a different approach. It's about content. Very selective. Content. Very selective. Yes. Much like the news on our show. Topics! All right. Our friends at TextKernel, a company that provides semantic search and matching technology for recruiting and staffing, in case you haven't been paying attention, acquired WiseGuys, a subsidiary of Kusto, a social media monitoring platform. WiseGuys provided the crawling technology and raw data used in TextKernel's JobFeed product, which the two companies had been working on in partnership for the past 20 years. 
The acquisition was made to own this part of the product and remove dependencies, as well as to have more control over the product's roadmap for expanding coverage and potentially looking at other sources of data. This was TextKernel's third acquisition in the past 12 months. You might remember a little acquisition called Sovereign that actually happened, I think, two years ago. Chad, you spoke with TextKernel CEO Herard Mulder in depth about this acquisition. What's up? Yeah, it just makes sense. They've been they've been working with this organization for 20 years to be able to build a product, a labor market information type of a product. Obviously, they really want to go uh, heavy into the market with this product uh, in 2023. So, you know, instead of having a partner, have that partner be a come of the or, uh, part of the organization. So they saw that it was a, a great point in time for both companies uh, to be able to uh, go through the acquisition process. Um, so again, this is nothing new. It's just being able to, instead of saying that you do a certain thing, but yet you have a uh, an outside vendor or partner do it, you're actually going to bring that in-house and, and do it yourself. And we've seen some companies over the years actually do this. Either they, they kick the vendor out because they've developed their own or they bring the organization in through acquisition. So very smart play. And as we have been talking about, I really think 2023 is going to be not the year of funding, but the year of mergers, acquisitions, and consolidation. This is some of the most Dutch shit I've ever heard. I mean, <laughs> the Dutch are conservative people, but 20 yes. years... 20 years? I mean, shit. Uh, Text Kernel has super smart people running things. Herard has been on our show. Look, they have serious financing uh, through Maine Capital. Mm-hmm. Uh, their history of acquisitions, you know, hello, Sovereign, uh, has been solid. So you know that they've made a good buying decision uh, with the, the buy of, of wise guys. Uh, it's obviously a solid one. After 20 years of shopping, uh, I hope that they've <laughs> made a good decision. I don't even need to check out Wise Guys, uh, knowing how thoughtful Herard and his team are. Um, I know this is a solid acquisition, probably too conservative for my American taste. Uh, I usually like to buy within you know thirty days or so. But nevertheless, this is a sound buy. Text Colonel does not act out of turn. They've done their homework. This is going to be a good acquisition, like all the others. No, I agree. I mean, Text Colonel knows what they're buying from a client's perspective. And that's more than most companies can say when doing M&A. So if you've been a client for 20 years, then you probably know the company. And if they still want to buy it, it must be a very good deal. I don't really know about uh, the revenue of, um, of Wise Guys or the business model, no idea really. But I like the company. They're very technology driven. And if, if they have been supplier for 20 years, the match must be perfect. Yeah, but if you take a look at TextKernel, though, and their growth, right? So you're starting to see, obviously, the, the, the acquisition of a huge player in the market, Sovereign. And then they, they come across, you know, the pond very strong. Then you have the entrance of main capital, obviously. Uh, so they do have the cash that's there. So, I mean, to, to me, as I think Joel was pointing out, this is just perfect from a timing standpoint. And instead of having to worry about possibly that partner getting gobbled up or acquired by somebody else and then screwing your entire product. Just just own it yourself. Levin, I got to know, the term wise guy in America either refers to a, <laughs> a gangster, 
or a smart ass. If I say wise guy to you as a European, what do you think? I think I know both of the explanations, but I would think smart guy mostly. Smart guy. Yeah. Okay. But also the wise guys, it has something to do with the FBI or wise guy. It's, it reminds me of the movies. Wise guy, I'm not sure wise exactly guys, what. Yeah, they, they, they're being, yeah, they're being watched by the FBI. Yeah. Okay, like, like that. Uh, Maybe a little lost in translation with the name yeah. wise guy. But wise guy sounds like a smart ass. All right, well, uh, let's take a quick break and get to God help us, extreme buy or sell. Extreme. Ooh. Europe has a bunch of countries in it. Everyone deserves their best job. That's what Fiji stands for. We make a big difference for independent recruiters with the strength of our fast-growing recruiter network. At Fiji, you can be your best self and work for the company you'd like whenever and wherever. We support you with the best digital and online recruitment marketing. We offer professional business development support, recruitment specialist training, and a bit of rebellious network meetings. Let's join strengths and help more professionals find the job they love. Celebrate recruitment and join Fiji at FYGI.nl. All right, guys. I hope you ate your Wheaties uh, on this one or had your croissant. Uh, we're going to do some extreme by ourselves. Extreme. Our listeners know what that means. Typically, uh, typically it means three companies, uh, all startups usually that have gotten money recently. And then uh, I read a quick summary, and then everybody buys or sells the business. We're going to go from three to six, just because that's how much Ooh. startup cash is flowing into Europe. Are you guys ready for a little extreme <laughs> buy or sell? Let's do it. <laughs> it's not a little buy or sell. It's, it's like a huge buy or sell. It's, hey, a it's huge, extreme. extreme yeah. Huge, huge buy or buy sell. Or sell. <laughs> and it deserves a drum roll is how much extreme this thing is. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about HR Bot Factory. Nothing to do with CNC Music Factory. Spain-based HR Bot Factory has raised 1 million euros in a Series A. Well, that's a hell of a Series A, 1 million. All right, the funding will be used to expand internationally, first to the U.K. and later to the U.S. The company had revenue of more than 500,000 euros in 2022 and is aiming to increase it to 1.2 million euros this year. Prior to this, they had secured seed funding to the tune of 650,000 euros that was January of 2022. All right, Chad, HR Bot Factory, going to make you sweat. Is it going to make you buy or sell? One word, chat GPT. It's a sell for me. All right. We got a sell from Sowash. All right. I can't decide if these guys are a paradox for Spanish or poor man's talk push. Uh, either way, I think they're too little too late to the ball game. Uh, good luck with everyone's sloppy seconds in the chatbot automation space. HR Bot Factory, yeah, it's also a shitty name, and it's also a big sell from yours truly. Uh, I'm going to follow. We do have some experience with um, HR chatbot technology. We use Dora, the chatbot, and it takes some time to get everything right. But once it's right, it's perfect. It really saves time. If it wasn't for ChatGPT thing, I would say maybe a buy, but uh, I uh, agree with uh, Chat. This isn't the right time to uh, be investing in someone who is not ChatGTP. That's three cells for HR Bot Factory, but that's just our first startup, guys. Let's go to number two, Hewler. UK-based Hewler has raised £2 million to further develop its employee experience platform 
as well as create 12 new jobs at the company. The platform, which acts as a launch pad bringing together different programs, apps, and content that employees require, says the funding will help them drive further growth in the UK and internationally. Chad, Hewler, 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 buy or sell. So this is for all those big, ugly-ass platforms that have acquired several point solutions over the years and need a facelift. Uh, I love the idea of working in a single tab instead of popping open new tabs every time I go from one point to the next in your HCM. Uh, I'm a big fan of better UX, and this will continue to be a problem most enterprise systems are making. Uh, so Hewler, I think, is going to be a great target for acquisition coming uh, in the coming months. So this is this is a buy for me. All right. Basically, turn your company's intranet, the place no one wants to go anyway, into an iPhone interface. I'm sure it makes the branding folks feel really good about themselves, but is this thing as transformative as they make it sound? Not in my opinion. It's like my kid eating sugar pumps you up for a few hours and then crash, which is exactly where I think this company is going. I am a cell on Hewler. Leaving. Break the tie. So poetic. You stole my whole iPhone thing. I was going to say I already have an iPhone cell. Basically, this is what my iPhone can do. So sell. All right. First off, still going through on your iPhone on all the, on a lot of those human capital management systems is still going to suck. So I don't care if you have an iPhone, you have a Droid or whatever you have, it's still a shit process. You can buy, we sell. <laughs> we're moving on we're moving on we're moving on this is extreme baby we got to move fast. extreme all right good <laughs> lord this is off the rails already all right gigged.ai a mm. glasgow based startup welcome to all things scottish our slogan <laughs> is if it's no scottish it's crap gigged.ai has raised 1.6 million pounds in seed funding for its ai powered recruitment software that matches people with relevant technology skills to suitable hiring companies and provides an overview of a business's current talent capabilities to prevent unnecessary hires. The funding round was led by Par Equity and will be used to build out its team remotely and expand its Glasgow and London offices. The platform is already being used by the BBC. Chad, are you buy or sell on gigged.ai? Uh, okay, so the CEO has great experience with Allegis and tech systems. So he, he's, he has experience in this space, understands the gap for tech and giggers. I like it. I like it a lot. Not to mention it's out of Glasgow and it's Scottish. Mm -hmm. So it's a buy for me. All right. Hey, it's a sourcing platform, which would have been cool about five years ago but not so much today. We spent most of 2021 talking about how sourcing is being commoditized. While Seek Out, Hire Easy, and Hiring Solved, and the others have pivoted, here we are back to the future with gigged.ai. Like most things Scottish, they want to launch something after it's been popularized and call it innovation. <laughs> I say, nope, this is a sell from me. Break the tie, leaving. Okay, okay. Well, it is from Glasgow. It has gig in its name, it has AI in its name, so it should be an easy buy. But it's focusing on matching people with relevant technology skills with suitable companies. You can't match 
what's not there. I mean, if we find someone who's technically skilled, we don't need a matching platform. We need a telephone and we call seven clients and we can place it at seven places. <laughs> so no technology needed. So in this case, I love the idea, but no, it's a sell. Uh, oh boy. All right. Let's go to Arctic Shores. Founded in 2013, Arctic Shores, a Manchester, UK-based company that provides psychometric assessments using behavioral tasks to determine personality traits and reveal potential, raised 5.75 million pounds in a Series B round for international expansion, development of its soft skills assessment, and adoption of its new self-configure platform, Total funding raised is 13.5 million pounds. Chad, are you ready to buy Arctic Shores? We can't even get the basics right in what we do in HR and hiring, so on and so forth. And we've got all the psycho babble that's happening and getting thrown at us. And when it comes to psychometric assessments, I'm usually a hard no, not always. But in this case, this is definitely a hard no. It's a sell. So I hate trying to review behavioral assessment companies, mostly because I don't understand them. 60% of the time, it works every time. And I struggle with Arctic Shores because they have been around for 10 years. So there Mm -hmm. is profit there. However, it is going to be a big, it is not going to be a big growth business at this point. Uh, It would have happened by now if that was the case. Uh, I buy Arctic Monkeys, the band, but Arctic Shores <laughs> is a sell. And I would buy erotic shores, but I'm not into Arctic, so no. I think they have some very nice clients, and given the huge competition in this industry, it means they must be doing something right, but I couldn't find what it was. <laughs> and they have a tap pricing. On the homepage, a whole tap called pricing. And when you click on it... You have to schedule for a meeting. I mean, it sucks. I thought, yes, they're going to be transparent about their pricing. No, they're not. That is the worst. That is the worst. No Arctic shores for me. No. (laughs) So. That is is a Chad and Cheese pet peeve, by the way. If you have a price link and you click on pricing, you better show me fucking pricing. Of course. I mean, it says pricing. (laughs) Show me pricing. It doesn't say schedule a meeting with with a sales guy. That escalated quickly. All right. Mm -hmm. Let's go. We're almost done. Almost. All right. Let's go to A-Work. A Hamburg-based software startup has raised 5 million euros in a Series A funding round. A-Work provides a digital workplace software that allows creative colleagues to work intuitively on projects. The funding will be used to grow doc market share and accelerate the development of its project management functions and workflows. With 17,000 user accounts on its platform, the company has 2,200 corporate customers and expects to hit 4,000 corporates before the end of the year. Chad, are you ready to get to work on A-Work? Or is it a sell? A work. A whole, a work. It's an integrated efficiency platform for teams, and it makes an unsexy process sexy, or at least that's what it says it does. But I'm not sold on most of the aspects of this platform as it seems like a solution looking for a real problem. So it's it's a sell. It's a sell for me. Ouch. Yeah, same here. Nothing new to add, sell. Solution for a non-existing problem. <laughs> right. I will expand on that. 
probably the most innovative startup uh, we're reviewing today, but man, does it look complicated. No wonder it's a German company because Germans embrace this kind of complexity. Will it grow outside of its market? I'm skeptical, but they're not trying to grow outside of their market. They're trying to stay in their own little hyper OCD uh, market. And even (laughs) though Germans... Even though Germans don't historically stay in Germany for long, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and buy a work. Mm-hmm. Or is it a work? A hole. Let's go from Germany to France. Uh, Amo, Amo, Amalia, Amalia.io, a three year old startup from Lille, France. I'm sure that's not how you pronounce that. Uh, has raised 4 million euros in funding for its no-code sales compensation platform that helps sales teams calculate performance-based compensation. The platform also provides transparency by plugging in key indicators from the enterprise's customer relations management or other back-of-house software engine to ensure everyone's in loop. The funding will be used to expand the team and widen its clientele. Chad, you know a thing or two about sales software. Are you a buy or sell on Amelia? Yeah, I think it's a great tool that could replace spreadsheets. Spreadsheets are not sexy, but I don't see this, again, solving a real problem. I mean, the the processes that are in place, usually if I'm in Salesforce, I can push everything into a a spreadsheet. I mean, I usually have my data at my fingertips one way or the other. This, again, I think is more of a cosmetic UX fix. But I don't think that there's a real problem here. They're just trying to make things sexy that, that, that aren't sexy. And that, to be quite frank, isn't enough for me to want to buy. So I'm going to sell. So my experience with sales commission software is pretty close to zero. Uh, I understand in a global economy, being able to manage salespeople effectively is an ideal situation. However, I have a hard time thinking existing platforms like Salesforce, or maybe even some payroll platforms out there aren't already solving this problem or already haven't solved this problem. So I'm going to lead on Chad and Levin, who, who know a hell of a lot more about managing salespeople than I do, to guide my decision. Levin, are you a buy or sell? I'm a buy, actually. Ooh. I think I like the whole instant gratification ID. And the no gold part sounds cheap, so that's a big win. Really, I like <laughs> it. I like it. If you can motivate sales by showing them immediately what they're going to gain, then uh, it's kind of almost gamification. It's addictive. You enter a client, you leave the client's office, and you say, Ooh, one more thousand euros, something like that. So I like it. I think maybe I just misunderstood the whole thing, but I like it. All right. Chad's a sell and leaving's a buy, which means I am prototype because I'm on the fence <laughs> hey, it's with a push. Right now. If you're a sales guy and you don't know how much money that you just brought in after that sale or how much you have left, you're a shitty sales guy. So I don't need that. Sometimes sometimes just very complicated, you know? Uh, if you made it complicated, then that's management's fault. They yeah, need to get Stephen just likes any French company that, that we talk yeah, about. Yeah, that's a good show. point. Yeah, he, he, loves loves French. he loves French. All right, everybody, that is... <laughs> That is extreme buy or sell. Now we're going to tone it down a little Sunday, bit. Yeah. Sunday, Sunday. With some European football. The Football Association of Wales, or FA, as Chad likes to call it, has agreed to pay its men's and women's senior players the same for representing their country. The deal, which comes into effect immediately, will see the men's team take a 25% pay cut 
to enable a 25% rise for the women's team, resulting in parity for representing their country. The agreement runs until 2027 and makes Wales the latest country, including the U.S., yes, those misogynistic pigs in America, England, Brazil, Australia, Norway, and New Zealand to adopt equal pay for their national teams. Yo, leaving. I didn't say Belgium. What the hell's going on, and what are your thoughts on the Wales team parity in salary? If you ask my official company-backed opinion on this, then it's a great idea, and we all love equality. <laughs> okay, can I, get, can I get your old white dude uh, version now? <laughs> of course, just my own nine opinion, which has yeah. nothing to do with my company's opinion, to make this yes, very, so. very clear. Okay. Please, yes. I think the moment they get the same number of fans, they can ask the same pay. But it's totally ridiculous. I mean, this is the entertainment business and you get paid. And if you entertain many people, you get paid more. I mean, it's like Sheryl, Sheryl Crow saying, I earn less than a Sheeran. This is not fair. No, she just sells not enough C CDs or, or she doesn't get enough listeners on Spotify. I mean, if you get more listeners, you get paid more. So... Just a, maybe a better example. In Belgium, you have uh, you used to have two very, very, very good tennis players. You have uh, Justine Henin and uh, what's the other one's name? Kim <laughs> um, uh, Kleisters, of course. And, um, Kleisters, yeah, yes. Kim Kleisters, Kleisters, as you say it. Well, she made much more money than some Belgian male tennis guy because she was just better. And when she was playing, everyone went to watch but if the sub-top guy we had was playing, nobody went to see his game because he was sub-top. So I think you pay, if you are in, into professional sports, you get paid because you are the best. And in this case, I don't think they are better than the male team. So this is just like, it's almost like charity. In their, in their case, I would be offended. Well, I'm sure they're not mad that they're getting an extra 25%. So this is, I mean, and this is much different than the, the, the U.S. women's. And let's try to try to separate them. Uh, because the U.S. women's team was actually more successful. They actually won World Cups. That's Cup. different. So then they deserve more money, of course. Exactly. Yeah. Well, they deserve more money, but guess what? They had to go to court in the U.S. just so that they could get paid at parity. They should be making more. So as the one that knows as little about football as the other two, uh, I agree. From Levin's perspective, if this is a private industry where it's based on profits and how much ticket sales and merchandise – then it should be market-driven and people should be paid accordingly. But in Chad's case, if we're talking about World Cup, we're talking about Olympics, we're talking about sort of government rep representation or representing your country, um, there should be more of an equal payment because it's communism communism might tell you people aren't going to the olympics to get paid a salary they're going to compete win a gold medal or win a medal and then and then do commercials for progressive insurance and <laughs> and and ihop right so I, I see both sides of this but in terms of if this is the wales team if they're paid by a government entity or a, a global entity then there should be a lot more parity in salaries regardless of who's better or who's not. They're playing for the country and should be paid according to sport more so than how much butts they put in seats. Look look at that right now, Levin. Look at that. That's what we call growth. That is what we call growth. Get, get, round of applause for Joel Cheeseman. You're, you're going to give me an applause? Thank you. Thank you. My, my favorite part about this, though, is that I get to give my Canadian wife shit uh, for the fact that Canada is not on this list and America is. So my wife is the ultimate winner 
in this debate. <laughs> Take off, we were doing our movie. Don't wreck our show, you hoser. We out. We out. We out. Thank you for listening to what's it called? The podcast. The chat. The cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout-outs of people you don't even know. And yet, you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. There's so many cheeses and not one word. So weird. Anywho, be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chatcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.